Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our Top of Discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Each week, we, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. And of course, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. There's so many things that I, I always want to talk about on our program, but we just can only get only so many things in uh, in the period of time that we have uh, to talk. So I want to take on initially the ideation that the president of the United States feels that it is it is appropriate, I guess is the right word I can use, for him to actually intervene in the criminal justice process in a case that has already been decided in which uh, Roger Stone, the principal in this case, has been convicted, not just convicted, convicted of seven felonies. And a sentencing uh, a, re- a report was given by the Justice Department, but it goes to the judge in this case, uh, Amy uh, uh, Ber- Berman uh, Jackson. It goes to her. It's the judge's decision as to what sentence is going to be rendered, but the conviction has already occurred. But Trump feels that it's okay for him to step into the process and essentially get the uh, sentencing report that was given by the Justice Department to be overturned and get a new sentencing rep- uh, uh, recommendation that would be a much lower possible sentence to be uh, 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 imposed on uh, uh, Roger, uh, Roger Stone as if that would, A, force the judge to comply. The judge doesn't have to go up whatever the Justice Department says, uh, but to force the judge to comply, but to also demonstrate everything that people talked about, about the, uh, this, this president's penchant for abusing the authority of his office. Everything that people were uh, worked up about saying that if you don't check him on this thing, you will see this abuse of power in many other areas over and over and over again. And here is Donald Trump, just as he did after the uh, uh, Mueller report, uh, July 20, uh, 24th of 2019. That report was, or, or at least he, he Robert Mueller uh, testified before Congress on that report, uh, July 24th of 2019, July 25th, uh, when uh, 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 Donald Trump felt that the Mueller report exonerated him, although it didn't exonerate him, it just didn't convict him. Uh, and so uh, Donald Trump took that as license that, well, if I can get away with the stuff I did with the Russian stuff, I can do some stuff with the Ukraine. The very next day after the um, uh, Mueller testimony before Congress, Donald Trump was trying to do a deal with uh, the Ukraine uh, to push the 
president of Ukraine to use his office to uh, put smear on Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son. Now we see after uh, Donald Trump was uh, supposedly uh, exonerated, wasn't well, I guess exoneration is, is better than claiming he was acquitted. Uh, you can't be acquitted unless there's a trial. There can't be a trial unless evidence that was available to both sides was actually present, presented fairly uh, at the trial and then a decision was made based on uh, the evidence. That's not what occurred. The Republicans decided months before there was going to be an impeachment, uh, 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 of impeachment voted on, let alone a trial, had already decided that they were not going to convict him no matter what uh, took place in the uh, in the evidence that was brought forward in, in the impeachment uh, investigation. And that's exactly what they did. They just sat there and let the Democrats talk. And then they just, you know, said, well, at, at, at first they were going to claim that no crime took, no, no wrong took place. Then when John Bolton uh, said that, oh, yeah, wrong did t- take place. I was there. He asked me to do the wrong. Uh, then they said, well, OK, uh, even though he did wrong, it wasn't wrong enough for us to uh, uh, throw this man out of office. And what people were saying at the time was, if you don't stop this man, he will continue along this path even worse. So now we find that uh, Trump uh, has conquered the D- Department of Justice. <laughs> I just want to know I only got a couple of minutes here. But Trump says, you know, the saddest thing is that because I'm the president of the United States, I'm not supposed to be involved with the Justice Department. I'm not supposed to be involved with the FBI. I'm not supposed to be doing the kinds of things that I would love to be doing. And I'm very frustrated by it. And so, <laughs> and of course, there are three, there's no three branches of government. There's Donald Trump and everybody works for me. And what I say goes, that's Donald Trump is the monarch. He is the king of the United States as far as, as he is concerned. Uh, John Roberts, uh, who's our supposed Supreme Court um, <laughs> uh, uh, chief justice in the Supreme Court, uh, Mitch McC- uh, McConnell and the nation's Republican fan club have served notice that all parts of the U.S. governance system are the direction of, of uh, and control of Donald Trump. For the first time in any history known to me, a president has has gotten the attorney general to tear up a sentencing recommendation and redraft it to give a much lower sentence to a person convicted of multiple felonies, multiple seven felonies. Federal prosecutors said in a court filing that they would recommend a prison prison sentence of seven to nine years. Uh, Roger Stone obstructed Congress's investigation into the Russian interference in the 2016 election. He lied under oath. He tampered with a witness. Uh, and when when his crimes were revealed, <coughs> excuse me, when his crimes were revealed by the indictment in the case, Roger Stone displayed contempt uh, for for the court and the rule of law. Now, Donald Trump went so far as to actually lie on and try to intimidate the judge in this case, Judge Amy Berman Jackson. Trump claimed that Jackson had uh, 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 put Manafort in solitary confinement. 
uh, and claimed that not even Al Capone was put in solitary confinement. Uh, they didn't do anything to Hillary Clinton. Why he ever throws Hillary Clinton into this, you know, is just in, 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 infuriating. Uh, but the judge doesn't make a decision about the conditions of confinement of a person who is incarcerated. Those decisions are made by the officials of the prison or jail that the person is being incarcerated in. Uh, Manafort, just so you know, although he was said to be uh, isolated from other inmates, that was true, but he was not in real solitary confinement. He could move out of his cell into other rooms that were attached to the room that he was in. He had almost a hotel style of, uh, 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 of living. Uh, he had a workout room or maybe more than one workout room uh, that he could walk to from his room and work out whenever he wanted. Uh, he had his own bathroom, his own shower. He had his own uh, personal phone. He had a laptop. That was uh, that allowed him to be able where he could communicate with uh, his attorneys and have them uh, email uh, or send emails out uh, for him. The reality is that Trump did what Trump always does. Trump just lied on this woman. He just lies and he lies all the time. Roger Stone had served in a, as an intermediary of sorts between WikiLeaks uh, founder Julian Assange and the Trump campaign in a semi-transparent attempt to get dirt on Democratic candidate Hillary Clinton's former uh, uh, or from foreign sources. Trump denounced the prospective sentence for, for, for his longtime political ally. He says, this is a horrible and very unfair situation. The real crimes were on the other side. And nothing has happened to them. Cannot allow this miscarriage of justice. <laughs> we have three branches of government, a legislative branch, an executive branch, and a judicial branch. Trump does not have authority over the judicial branch of government. Once the, 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 the ball of justice has begun to roll, it rolls, period. Nothing Trump can say or do can, can change the direction. And so on. So I just want to start our conversation here and uh, and, and get uh, your thoughts. I think I have Tony on the line. Let me get Tony on first. Tony, how are you doing out there? Supercalifragilistic, but not expialidocious. <laughs> there you go. Break that <laughs> word up. The rest of us don't even know what it means. <laughs> I, I, well, see, that's that was that reason I did that was because Trump doesn't understand English. Hmm. He can't speak English. Remember the breakfast I talked, we talked about it last week, yep. about the prayer breakfast. Was that a place where he didn't understand love from Jesus Christ? Remember, I brought that up. Yep. And guess what? I'll bring up another thing in the Bible. Jesus said in the Bible that... I lost you. Where you at? Jesus said, vengeance is mine. It's not for the individual to that's have true. vengeance, it's God's. That's true. In fact, Everything, that statement in the Bible relieves you of the obligation to try to strike back at somebody who does something wrong to you. Instead right. of you focusing on that, you need to focus on the opportunity you know, for living that the Christ gives you and leave it up to God to deal with yeah. the, you know, the vengeance uh, for whatever well, was done. Well, the other part of that is that in that same Bible, Jesus said for, uh, you, that you have to forgive those who have sinned against you. Right. Otherwise, you'll never enter heaven or yep. any place. 
Yep. You'll never enter. Whatever Trump touches... Love your enemies, that's right. Yep. Well, whatever Trump touches, haven't we seen it die right in front of our faces? Yep. How many people has he had where he's that they were in his original cabinet that were disgraced after they left? How how many? A- now let a- me everything to Trump stuff. touches is corrupted. It, it died. Right. It died. Even the property that he owns. He, when when Trump Tower was built, he he forced the Polish workers to make that. Tower, right? So it and is so he, important on what. And then he didn't pay him. Right. And it's, he wouldn't pay him for five years. Exactly. And he, and he told them that if they wanted, if they didn't, if they complained, he would turn them into the, uh, to the, the door. It is so important, Tony, to what you are saying. It's so important that people understand you have to start talking about the issues that you're talking about right now. You have to talk about these in sound bites, you know, in like 30 word sound bites. Uh, but talk about different parts of it over and over and over again. You have to repoliticize people in their minds of just how bad a person. This is the most low character president that I have any research on uh, since Andrew uh, 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 Andrew Jans- or, or Johnson, Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Right. Let, let me get to the couple of court cases. The Flynn, in the Flynn case, the judge is an outstanding jurist named Emmett Sullivan. Right. This, this man said, this judge went through the whole case where Flynn got, got up, swore under oath that he was guilty of the charges. Yep. He got, and now here's what you're going to hear from one of Trump's friends. He's going to say, they're going to say that there was a, the head of the jury who was against Trump. But guess what? When the defense went through all the witnesses, they allowed this person that everybody's going to criticize from the Trump side to, to be part of the jury. Right. And Judge Sullivan has all the records that we don't have. And he said in a, a finding yesterday that the interview that was done with Flynn at the White House did not violate his rights. Mm-hmm. What, what Trump is doing is through Barr, through Barr, right. a, a, a conniving human being, they're calling into question the judge's judgment. Well, I got news for that. Jar and I got news for Trump. There was the federal courts have court something called court guidelines, court guidelines. Right. And in the case with uh, uh, with the um, uh, bar changing those things for the, the case, who was that involved with? I just got talking about for the, for, uh, for Roger Stone or for Michael yeah, Michael for Roger Flynn. Stone, okay. right? Mm-hmm. For Roger Stone. He was convicted by a jury of his peers. Right. That conviction cannot be overturned unless they go to an appellate division of a court. Right. The judge is not going to change. The, in fact, they're going to be uh, uh, giving him his sentence in four or five days. Sometime uh, next week, uh, Tuesday yeah, or Wednesday yeah. next week. Yep. Yeah. So the court guidelines determine your sentence. And the only thing you can earn is credit if you cooperated with the government. Well, Stone originally said he was going to cooperate, and then he terminated that agreement. Right. He's going to get 
I'll guarantee you that the judge, uh, in this case, a female judge, is probably going to give them four or five or six years. Right. This That's is a- a- Amy Berman uh, Jackson. Yeah, and, and yeah, the uh, uh, the uh, sentencing review in the Justice Department that 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 issues these sentencing uh, recommendations, they wanted to come at Roger Stone hard, not because so much of the the, the, the seven uh, uh, felonies he was convicted on. It was because he acted so insolently as a, you know, in, in, in the course of it. They told him you can't tamper with witnesses. He tampered with the witness any, anyway. He he threatened, he threatened a witness. He, he threatened a witness. Right. He laughed when this was brought before his attention by Judge uh, uh, Berman Jackson. Berman. He laughed. Uh, he he laughed at it. You know, as if it was funny. You know that he was that he was doing these things and so on. I mean, he just made a mockery of the judicial process, essentially saying it doesn't matter what you all do. I got Trump in my corner and whatever happens, he's going to give me a get out of jail free card anyway. So I don't care what you all say that really. Yeah. And then he gets to live in hotel like conditions in confinement. You know, it's yeah. not like he was being placed in solitary confinement in a uh, a nine by six cell and only out of his cell for like an hour a day for uh, solitary, you know, recreation or, or, or workout, you know, and so on. It wasn't anything like that at all. Right. I yeah. mean, he's got a phone. He's got email. He's got a laptop. He's got a workout room. He's got his private shower, private bathroom. You know, he's got multiple rooms he can walk around in. I mean, give me a break. Right? Yeah, well, let me get to bar for one minute. You knew what kind of an attorney general you were going to get. If you studied his history back in 1991, when he was the attorney general in the Iran-Contra scandal mm-hmm. with Reagan, right. he was the one that proposed that pardons be given to all these people. Yep. He was, and then when we when he came back to be attorney general under Trump's administration, remember the famous thing: Barr and Senator Pamela Harris, an attorney general from the state of California, Senator Harris, asked him about, "Have you gone to, into any deals with the president to investigate people?" Or did you say the word was suggest? Remember that That's famous right. thing yep. that went on? Barr looked at her and said, well, that depends on what you mean by suggest. Hmm. Remember that? Yep. Do you remember? Yep. I, I yep. watched those hearings. Yep. I did too. Barr, Barr is nothing but a lapdog for the president. Remember when Cohen was testifying, he said the president didn't have to tell you uh, and, and by word of mouth, all he had to do was give you signals through tweets or what he was uh, saying in general. You know what he meant. Yep. Remember all that? Yep, exactly. Cohen was so right. The guy's in jail in, in, in Pennsylvania, and this guy, Barr, should be in jail in Washington because what he's doing is subverting the, 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 the independence and I uh, of the Justice Department, that's right. Independence of the entire Justice Department, and he's making us look like a banana republic. That's exactly what we said last week. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate you, man. We'll talk, you, talk to you again next week. we got to take our first break, and then we'll get back into our subject. So if you all stick with us, we will sit inside of the break here at Think Again. Think Again. By the way, the phone number again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. we got open lines. Talk to you inside of the break. 
Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Say you're shopping online with your smartphone. It sure feels like your personal info is right there in your hand. But when you hit submit, your personal info gets around. Whenever you bank, shop, or browse online, your private info is no longer in your control, leaving you vulnerable to cyber criminals. More threats demand more protection. That's why Norton and LifeLock are now part of one company. Norton 360 with LifeLock provides all-in-one membership for your cyber safety that gives you device security, identity theft protection, a VPN for online privacy, and more. No one can prevent all cybercrime and identity theft, but Norton 360 with LifeLock is your ally in today's connected world. Because your info is out there. Sign up today for Norton 360 with LifeLock and save 25% or more off your first year by going to norton.com news. That's norton.com news for 25% off. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Gonna have a three ring circus someday. People will say it's a fine one, son. Gonna have a three ring circus someday. People will come from miles around. Lions, tigers, acrobats, and jugglers, and clowns. Cool Pony riders, elephants, and so much more Guess I got the idea right here at school Felt like a fool when they called my name Talking about the government and how it's arranged Divided in three like a circus Ring one, executive Two is legislative, that's Congress Ring three, judiciary Right up and visit ring number one. The show's just begun. Meet the so uh, that was just kind of comic relief there for for you. Um, the thing that's intriguing, we you know, I, I had I've been encouraged in a perverse kind of way because I had actually become to believe that Republicans as a grouping of people on mass were just in this cult psychology, you know, that related to this Donald Trump. And it was just nothing that would get them to budge uh, from supporting uh, the behavior of this president. But we found four uh, prosecutors in the Department of Justice. And I don't know if these people were Republicans or Democrats, and I don't think that's important. 
but the department's extraordinary intervention to lessen the legal consequences uh, 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 on uh, Roger Stone was responded to when uh, Aaron Zielinski, one of the top members of former special counsel Robert Mueller's team, told the court that he was withdrawing uh, from the case and leaving the D.C. office entirely, likely to return to his off his original job as the U.S. attorney uh, in the uh, Baltimore uh, office. Two other assistants, uh, attorneys Jonathan Cravis and Adam Jed, said they were leaving uh, the case as well. Kravis told the court he had resigned from the Justice Department entirely. He was just leaving his job entirely. Uh, later in the day, a fourth uh, uh, prosecutor, Michael J. Mirando, also resigned from the case. And so I guess it's perverse, but I feel like at least it gives me a sense that there is a body of people in the Republican Party who identify as Republicans who, beyond their love for tax tax reductions and deregulation, also have a love for the integrity of the government of the United States. Right. Again, our number here is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Just to go along, go to, again, on this retribution tour, or tour that Donald Trump has been engaged in, uh, Alexander Vindman, uh, who was assigned to the National Security uh, uh, Council office, who was on the phone call July 25th of 2019 that actually started the inquiries that led to the articles of impeachment being drawn up against uh, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Trump fired him and didn't just fire him and Gordon Sondland, who was the U.S. ambassador to the uh, European Union, uh, because of their testimony uh, that didn't favor Trump uh, uh, before uh, the House of Representatives. Vindman's brother, uh, Yevgeny uh, uh, Vindman, who was also a, a, well, he was a National Security Council lawyer. He was also fired. I guess he was fired because he was the brother, the twin brother of Vindman, and he was in the courtroom. He didn't testify against Trump. He didn't say anything at all uh, with regard to whether he, any feelings that he had about Trump's uh, guilt or innocence. But he was fired just because he was an associate of Alexander uh, 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 Vindman. Um, the White House is also uh, reportedly uh, scuttling the uh, acting Pentagon controller Elaine McCusker's nomination uh, for that job because she she deigned to question the, the, the decision to freeze military aid uh, for Ukraine last year. She thought that it was illegal to do that. And guess what? The inspector general's office said it was illegal to do that. These are people that are appointed by Trump. Trump's people said that it was illegal for Trump to do this, and he fired his own people for doing the job that he asked those people to do. So there's just so many pieces uh, 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 to this that I think that we need to, uh, to talk about. Uh, my concern is for this is just the low character that is revealed uh, by Trump's behavior uh, after the uh, Mueller report testimony by Robert Mueller, after the so-called uh, uh, vindication uh, by the uh, 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 dismissal of the articles of, of, of impeachment against, uh, against Trump, it just seems to me that we should be focusing on this 
uh, as a community of people. Again, our number is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Uh, in 2015, Trump promised that he would protect Medicaid from cuts, uh, and then he just ignored the promises that he made. He has, he has sought to slash something in the area of $800 billion over a decade from the health insurance program for low-income Americans. That's roughly $80 billion a year for 10 years going forward. So essentially, Trump is trying to, to make up for the lost income from his uh, uh, tax cuts, which he said was going to be made up because the economy is going to grow so big that we would end up having a lower tax rate but still end up collecting more income uh, from uh, uh, corporate and income taxes. And, of course, that did not occur, right? And it's not going to occur. Trump was just, I, well, I, I will just say Trump was wrong. Let's not say he was lying. He was wrong. But this is the pattern, wrong or lying or wrong and lying. So, listen, I think I got other John on the phone, and then we got Ron. Let me get other John first, and we'll get Ron. Other John, how are you doing out there? Pretty well for a chilly day. All right. It's not too bad. It was six degrees yesterday, so it's better than well, that. <laughs> it's an improvement. We're up to like 10. There you go. But, All right. uh, what we, We're missing something here, and apparently uh, Trump is up to his extortion, the same type of Ukrainian extortion. Mm-hmm. Boy, this time he's trying it with New York State and Governor Cuomo. There you go. The, the bit about uh, withholding uh, passes for those for uh, because uh, Cuomo is allowing uh, aliens the, the, to get to get uh, driver's licenses. licenses. Right. Okay, that's nonsense. Right. The real reason is because he wants New York State to drop the investigation. And that's the whole thing. He wants uh, Letitia James, thing. you know, if you drop the investigation, I'll start showering a couple of favors, you know, on your state. Or at least I'll, I'll stop doing ugly things to your state. That is an excellent example of quid pro quo. Yep. And he should be busted for that. Yep. But uh, I, I'd like to see what Curly, Larry, and Lowe have to say about this. <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll call and give us their thoughts. Right. Okay. Thanks, Other John. All right. Talk to you soon. Let me grab Ron and Chitawaga. Ron, how are you doing out there? Oh, not too bad. First of all, a little bit of business from last week. <laughs> sure. Rick guy that called up. Yeah. He says I, he compared my uh, uh, mistake about a 30-plus-year-old defunct sports league uh and the fact that uh, Trump owned uh, not the New Jersey Generals, not the Houston Gamblers. Okay. Right. He compares that with, with Trump not knowing the current state of which is the bigger, more important, Kansas City, Missouri, or <laughs> Kansas City, Kansas. But, yes. yes. I, I, have to, I, had, I had to come back on, on that one. Okay. But, uh, okay. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, the... Latest thing, I'm wondering how this is going to pan out, because it doesn't look like Biden's doing that well. And I don't know, maybe he'll make a big comeback. But the big thing, at least on all the alternative media, is that uh, Rudy Giuliani has a bunch of stuff that he went over to Ukraine during the impeachment thing. And he would come back with, he's going to get a bunch of of these dirty prosecutors over there that were aligned with uh, with Putin's boys yeah. there, uh, Anakovich yeah. and Pornichenko. And he's going to, they're going to start leaking that if, if Biden becomes the nominee. They're going to start leaking that. Yeah. You know, uh, that's going to be the next thing you're going to hear. 
uh, and then that bar will go along with it and open investigations. You know, Ron, you just reminded me of something that I meant to talk about before, and I'm pretty sure you remember this. At the end of the Mueller investigation, when Mueller said, I'm done, I'm shutting it down, uh, I'll testify before, you know, if you all want me to, but I'm just going to say what was in the report. But one of the pieces that was talked about at the end of the Mueller report was that there were something like 10 or 12 other investigations that had not been concluded that were still ongoing in the, and they were in the domain of the uh, Southern District uh, 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 Court or whatever, or jurisdiction rather, of the uh, uh, Justice Department. And we've, when Barr took over, we've not heard a word about any of those investigations. That's right. How, how did those investigations just disappear? I don't know. All those, the Southern District of New York is the area, one of the groups that uh, leaked the, uh, 11 days before the election, they leaked the, uh, uh, this business that the Weiner's computer had emails from Hillary Clinton. On right. So, I, you know, you don't know who to trust with that. Since they're Giuliani's buddies there, too. So Giuliani is uh, now sold out to the... Right. Uh, I, I just uh, find it so um, baffling because, essentially, Mueller said, I've done what I needed to do on what I, whatever I can throw on the table about the Russia-Trump uh, campaign uh, stuff. But there are other issues that are uh, issues that arise from the behaviors that went on here. Uh, but they were not specifically the uh, uh, Russian uh, Trump campaign stuff, but just other issues, criminal issues that came up. And well, he also said that uh, when they asked him, this is the most important thing, and nobody even remembers this either, they, they asked him toward the end of the interview, um, so you've conclusively added, uh, I, mean, I should say, you've conclusively proved uh, that the Russians did hack the 2016 election. Right. And he says... Uh, and he says, yeah, and he and gratuitously, Mueller says, yeah, and they're doing it again right now. Right. So, right. I mean, that that's, and you're seeing this now, Giuliani goes over to Russia, you got these former allies of, uh, of Yanukovych and Putin that are prosecutors or, <coughs> or investigators, and they're going to give them all this dirt on Biden. Now, assuming Biden uh, gets in, I wonder what they'll do if Biden really flops. Say you get up to Super Tuesday and he's like still fourth and he's way behind. What's their, gonna, what's their strategy going to be then? That's well, then then they're going to find some young lady that Bernie Sanders, you know, um, uh, talked to in a fresh way when he was 18. And that was like 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> right. yeah. and, and try to throw that on the table to try to put, you know, some mudslide on uh, Bernie Sanders, because that's what the Trump administration does. They use all of the influence that they have, which is Tremendous. I mean, keep in mind that the media in this country, they keep claiming that the media is liberal. The media is owned by these humongously huge multi-hundred billion dollar corporate giants. Yep. That's who owns the media. Those people are not liberals. They may be. Well, I know. That, that's you know, one of the biggest mythologies. Right, exactly. I mean, they may say nice things about climate change every now and then or, you know, women ought to have, you know, equal pay for equal jobs. They may say things like that. But the fundamental stuff about who keeps power and how they keep power, who gets taxed, how they get taxed, what the conditions are under which you can exploit the, the uh, resources in our environment, 
those newspaper owners are all in lockstep, you know, with each other on those things. Oh, and yeah, it was we, a big thing, even more, the electronic media. That's why, you know, you're seeing even MSNBC is going after Bernie, so he can't win, he can't They They make so much money off these. What was that? What is this? In 2016, the, that election cycle, $12 billion spent on the media? Yeah. I think that's correct. Um Imagine if they put limitations on the amount of money you could you could contribute. Well, Sanders wants it twenty five dollars a person maximum, and to really restrict the number of uh, the the amount that even these organizational groups is dark money. Get rid of, that's where all that money media money is coming from. So the media itself is going to is going to be do anything they can the so called liberal media to prevent a, a, a real. Uh, reform type progressive candidate because they'll lose a lot of money. You know, I asked people last week on uh, one of the other radio programs that I do, how many of you even knew that there was a Republican primary going on last Tuesday? Yeah, that's right. And in the Hamp- New Hampshire, <laughs> like that former, former governor of Massachusetts was running against them. Right, exactly. Got like 12% of the vote or something. Where, where was, I mean, there, there was a guy who was a relatively known person uh, who was uh, running in that primary, but you heard nothing about a yep. primary race going on, about any any uh, uh, discussions about issues, you know, going on between those can- that candidate and and Donald Trump. None of that occurred. Zero. Yep. All you heard about was there were eight people that were eligible to vote in Iowa, and uh, the Republican created uh, a software application to get information from one county to the other county didn't work and so we only found out about seven and a half of these people's votes as opposed to eight people's votes i mean this just absolutely there there aren't enough people in iowa to make any difference i don't care if all of the voting was wrong in iowa so what there's only eight people that live in iowa you know i mean it, it just seemed to me that they made this humongous issue as if this was an indictment on the uh uh competence of Democrats per se because of this app issue that they had uh, in Iowa. And yet, uh, you know, nothing is said about uh, the Republican primary and what issues are being raised in the Republican primary. So all you hear is Donald Trump's spin on Donald Trump's side, then Donald Trump's spin on the Democrat side. And then you hear that the media's you know, constant, you know, uh, whining and, and, and chipping away at any eminence of the democratic uh, process at all. And it, it just seems to me that this can't be an accident. This has to be deliberate, you know, what is going on here. Right. So I'm sorry, man. I, I, I hate to keep, I, I feel like I'm whining. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> right. Yep. Okay, well. All right, that's what I have to say this week. All right, thanks, Ron. <laughs> so let's see how we're doing here. You know what? We should take our second break, and then we'll get back into our subject. You all stick with us. We will see you on this side of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 
332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Hi, Saver. Walgreens here. We like the way you save. Take coffee. You know it doesn't have to cost $4 a cup, so you make your own. And co-pays on Medicare Part D. You save up to $5 and get 100 balance rewards points on each prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Save smartly on Med D. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Copay savings on Tier 1 generic drugs available through select plans that include Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Points cannot be earned in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. Complete details at walgreens.com balance. Today on Hey Culligan, smoother skin for the win. We've got Claire in Delaware. Hey Culligan, the water in my shower makes my skin feel like I'm 90. Okay, first off, Claire, are you 90? <laughs> no. Okay, second, how do you feel about high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan? Hmm. Actually, Claire, how do you feel about smoother skin and luxurious hair? Oh, my gosh. Love it, love it, have to have it. OMG indeed, Claire. We're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at heyculligan.com. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN. We are the mediocre residents. You won't find our faces on dollars or on cents. There's Taylor, there's Tyler, there's Fillmore, and there's Hayes. There's William Henry Harrison. I died in 30 days. We are the adequate, forgettable, occasionally I think that does it. So listen, I just want to mention again, you know, Donald Trump said uh, a couple of days ago, he says, I will not be touching your Social Security or Medicare. But notice he didn't say Medicaid. In 2015, he said, I will not be touching your Social Security or your Medicare or your Medicaid. But now he's dropped Medicaid from that conversation. Donald Trump is very slippery. And if you don't pay attention to him, he will say things to you that make you think that he didn't say that something, something that he said yesterday and make you feel that he's still keeping his promises when, in fact, he's not keeping his promises uh, at all. He promised you he was going to provide you with a replacement for the Affordable Care Act. It was going to be greater and more beautiful than anything you've ever seen. And since that time, all he's done is everything possible to undermine the Affordable Care Act and is even joining a lawsuit uh, with the purpose of uh, uh, trying to to make the uh, Affordable Care Act deemed to be unconstitutional. Uh, And so it's just important that people pay attention uh, to this man and that People keep talking about the contradictions uh, between what this man says and what this man does. And I want you to understand, you just don't look at this in terms of what he said he would do, but also look at the things he said he wouldn't do that were not good for us as a country. Right now, I mean, the existing conditions piece, everybody's talking about existing conditions. But Trump talks about it, but doesn't do anything about it. 
the uh, basic uh, uh, 10 basic uh, uh, coverages that you should have no matter what kind of insurance you get under the Affordable Care Act. Trump is okay with junk insurance that doesn't provide you uh, with those coverages. So listen, before I get too far off on ranting again, let me get Donnie on and then we'll get uh, Tony back. Uh, Donnie, how are you doing out there? Yeah, I'm doing good out there. I'm doing good. Uh, All right. I have, a qu- I have a big question about this uh, uh, Trump and his campaign coming up. I'm sure. The, the federal Democrats. I can't believe a country this big, 300 million plus people. And we got retired federal prosecutors and judges. Mm-hmm. They, they, can, they can't come up with a party and bring them in as consultants. You know how, how prosecutors talk to people in court. I mean, they would chew Trump, uh, politically chew, chew him up and throw him out the window because all they say, keep run the tape, show the evidence, run the tape. You said this, run the tape. And I, I can't believe this. This is nothing but a Barnum and Bailey's uh, a ploy he plays. Step right up show that he switches on you every time and is, is a joke. I'm not a police officer. I'm not even paralegal. And I can see through this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Right. <clears throat> I think you're, you're, you're right on the money. I mean, you can see what, what this guy is doing. The problem is that we don't have uh, the progressives, uh, the people that are uh, more moderate, more, more, more than just that, the people that believe that the president of the United States has to be a person of high moral character. You have to see the example of high moral character in the person who is the president uh, of the United States. That just seems to me to be central to this discussion because you don't want to have a situation where you've got a president who uh, maybe he gets you out of Afghanistan, but he also steals $100 billion from you. You wouldn't want to say, well, I know he's a thief, but he got us out of Afghanistan. You don't want that kind of a president, right? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I know we, we, we lost Donnie there for just a second. We'll catch up. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up with him. Uh, Mark, let me get Mark in Buffalo, then we'll grab Tony. Mark, how are you doing out there? Hey, Matthew. No, that Matthew is gone. This is Nate. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, hey Nathan. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, so did you buy that uh, good cop, bad cop routine? No, I didn't buy it. And that's exactly what I'm, I'm glad you put it in that context. Now you got Barr out here trying to act like he's upset. He's the righteous you know. one. <laughs> Please. He, he's he's the one. Please. That, he's, he's the, the one, one that, who did it. He's the one that's for <laughs> the people. Right. You know, and he's the one. You know, I was talking to Ron about this before, that there were some ten to twelve cases that were still unresolved out of the Mueller investigation that were still in the Southern District of New York's jurisdiction. They were still prosecuting or whatever they were doing, making decisions about uh, those uh, 10 or 12 cases. And Barr comes in, he gets control of the uh, Justice Department, and we've heard nothing about those cases since. And my belief is that Barr is just sitting on them until people completely forget about them, as they apparently already have done. And then he's just going to dismiss all of these cases as if there was nothing to them. But but you know what you know what the problem is? You Mm-mm. know who did buy the good cop, bad cop routine? Who? The media. Oh. They the were media in it. bought it and telling you, oh, he's the righteous one. Right. He, he's, right. He's 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 disagreeing with the president, yep. which is which is a, a a big thing. Oh, clutch the pearls, you know. You and, know, 
it's, and and, and uh, 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 you know, an iceberg this twice the size of Washington State has dropped off of uh, um, uh, uh, the, the the North Pole or the South Pole. Right. I think right the Arctic Ridge. Yeah. Right. It, it, it fell off. So all these shiny things they're putting in front of you is is to hide that he's destroying the environment in this country. And even if he's not the direct destroyer, because it takes a while for these things to uh, reach the stage yeah, that they're in right now. Obama put into play, he's reversed. That's but, but the point. You can right. put poison in the water now. Right, right. You can, you, you can if, if, if a stream uh, funnels into a river, but the stream itself is not river size. And the stream has a chemical plant on it, which almost right. all of them do. There you do. go. There you go. They can there you discharge go. Right. their poison into that stream, right. into your drinking right. water, which you live downstream right. from. Right. Right. Exactly. So and they forget. These... And, and all these so-called flyover country people that, uh, uh, that, that John from Rochester talks about all the time, these are the people that love this Donald Trump. And they're the people who are getting the shaft those from are the Donald Trump. Who are drinking the poison. That's exactly right. Because those places like Buffalo that have water treatment facilities, you could put stuff in the water in uh, uh, Lake Erie. When it gets into the uh, water treatment facility, almost all of that stuff gets knocked out. So the water that actually gets to your tap from your house is water that's been purified. But they're drinking well water. They're they're right. They're drinking the water that's this groundwater, right? That's just, you know, rolling across the land. Whatever they put in that water, it's in whatever your well water uh, is about. Yeah, it it's right in, in that well water. Right. And and so so you look at the shiny object that he puts in front of you every day. Every day he puts something in front of you, but behind your back he's ripping up your environment. There you go. There you go. All right, baby. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you, man. Let me grab Tony for a quick bite. Tony, what's your thoughts out there? The question you asked about the cases in the Southern District. Right. Uh, Rachel mentioned last night. Did you watch Rachel? I didn't get a chance to see it last night. Oh, you missed a great show. Rachel mentioned that two of these cases were closed by the Attorney General. Wow. I, don't I know figured that would be the one. case. I, I told you that would be the case, though, right? Oh, yeah. He was going to close all of them if he could. Because, don't you, because, you see, the biggest thing here is that we're forgetting one thing. Trump wants to remake the history of the 2016 election. Right. Why do you think right. all this is going on? Right. It, the one thing you, you have to remember is in the Mueller report, part A, that, that uh, what the Russians uh, uh, connection to uh, Trump people. The reason he couldn't be charged was twofold. One, it wasn't a conspiracy that was being committed. That was the exact word used in the Mueller the first right. line: conspiracy. And the second problem was he couldn't. You couldn't show intent on the president's part because what did the president do? What did he do? Yep. Yeah. What did the president do? He he refused to be interviewed. Right. So so he wouldn't he wouldn't put himself in a position that he was on the record. And when he was when they sent him the questions, he didn't fill out all the questions anyway. Remember? And the media said nothing about that. 
They no, treated it I as if... Disagree. No, MSNBC, and the same thing that Mark said, MSNBC has never... They had three point, the two point of views about what happened with Barr in that conversation with CBS. Mm-hmm. The people that I listened to all that time stated that they saw it being a way to, for the bar to save face and to just try to divert the attention, just like you said, change, like Mark said, change the, the deflect from what's going on sure. and start talking about something else. This was wagging the dog. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But MSNBC has never, listen, I watch MSNBC probably when I'm home six hours a day, <laughs> and I see all that up front. They have never sanctioned Barr from the first day because they carried all the hearings on his uh, uh, his being selected as right. attorney general. His, con- his confirmation hearings, right. Yes, confirmation hearings. And why do you think I brought up Senator Harris? Because she asked the question, and he went and said, I don't know what the word suggest means. Remember Bill Clinton? Yep. What, is what does mean? the word is mean? Right. Yeah. Same thing. So Mark's on the right track. You're on the right track. I think I'm on the right track. And, and what we're going to find out is that the, probably there are probably about 10 more cases in the Southern District. I can guarantee you he'll either get rid of that attorney in charge or he'll get rid of the cases. Absolutely. All so, right. No question. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. And so um, just quickly, I've, I've been trying to get to this for a few weeks. When you look at the president's promises, he promised that he was going to get rid of the $20 trillion debt that this country uh, had amassed. He would do that in eight years. That would suggest that he'd be halfway along that path by now. Uh, <laughs> right. That's right. For, for, for Republicans, deficits are somebody else's problem. And debt is somebody else's problem. It's not his problem. Trump has actually added $3 trillion to the deficit or or to the debt uh, over the course of his presidency and has raised the deficit by more than $300 billion. (laughs) But he's definitely been able to get, you know, big time tax cuts for uh, for corporations, a 41 percent cut in the in the tax rate for corporations and a 11 uh, to 12 percent. Uh, overall tax tax rate cut for uh, 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 personal income tax uh, payers. Um, Obama added about $8.6 trillion to the debt over the course of an eight-year period, but that was in the midst of also uh, inheriting a $1.5 trillion debt uh, 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 deficit uh, and this humongous uh, uh, recession that uh, was going on at the time that Obama took office. But in spite of that, uh, Obama was able to pull the country out of that uh, that that tailspin and put the country on uh, well, the last six years of his administration uh, and what has now been virtually a 10 year uh, expansion in our economy that was launched during the as a result of the uh, right. And then, of course, when we talk about job growth uh, from 2010 on something like 78 uh, consecutive months of six-digit job growth that we have had. I find it interesting, you know, Obama would have a, a month where there'd be job growth of 250,000 uh, 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 new workers added to the uh, 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 to the workforce, and they would say, 
well, you know, that's an okay report, but you know, uh, you, you got to have 125,000, you know, new jobs just to make up for the, the, the growth in the population in the country and so on. And so it's not that big a deal. Trump would have a job report of, you know, 125,000 and it'd be, oh, it's just great. You know, Trump's doing really great and the jobs are just growing. I, it's, it's really clear that there's two different measures uh, for uh, 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 positive performance between the Obama administration and the Trump administration. And I guess I want to say at this juncture what I believe is the most fundamental un- underwriting uh, ideation of the Trump administration. What is fundamental is that Trump sold to a body of Americans. You decide who, you, who, who makes up this body of Americans. But Trump sold to a body of Americans that he would do everything in his power to virtually erase the memory of Barack Obama as the president of the United States, to take away anything that could be construed as his legacy, anything that could be construed regardless of who it hurts. Uh, in fact, hurting people is a part of it, you know. So when people get hurt, uh, Trump gets to blame Obama for the people getting getting hurt by Trump eliminating things that were actually beneficial uh, to them. So uh, I, I just want to make sure that we understand that that's the underwriting uh, a thesis or the underwriting uh, uh, underlying ideology that explains uh, the Trump administration. That's what he ran on. That's what he's doing. When you hear these people in his audience saying that Trump is keeping his promises, that's the promise that Trump is keeping. It's not a promise for America. It's a promise for these, in my view, anti-American, American nationalists. Thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, Monday is uh, uh, President's Day. Let's do some reflective thinking about uh, President's Day and what kind of person ought to be the president of the United States. Let's start talking that up. We'll see you all ne- next week here at Think Again. Think again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.